You're listening to Comedy Central. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bernie Sanders. He's become famous as the guy fighting against the millionaires and billionaires. Hi. I'm Bernie Sanders. I'm running for president. Our campaign is about taking on the powerful special interests that dominate our economic and political life. I'm talking about Wall Street, the health insurance companies, the drug companies, the fossil fuel industry, the military industrial complex, the private prison industry, and the large multinational corporations. Oh, damn. Yo, Bernie has entered the race. And did you hear his list of enemies? This guy doesn't mess around. Yeah, he didn't come to play. He was like, big banks, little banks, Tyra Banks, I'm shutting you all down. You're all going down. And you can tell that Bernie's serious about winning because he didn't rub his hair with a balloon before filming this video. He's serious now. He's in it. No balloon this time. We're going smooth. Now, If Bernie were to win the presidency, he would become the oldest American president ever. Yes, and I mean that literally. He was born a few months before George Washington. But, (laughs) but don't let Bernie's age fool you. This guy is as feisty as ever. Just look at how he responded to Howard Schultz threatening the Democratic Party. Howard Schultz has now said he would not run as an independent if the Democrats moderate, uh, nominate oh, a moderate. isn't that nice? Why is Howard Schultz on every television station in this country? Why are you quoting Howard Schultz? Because he's a billionaire. Yo, I've missed Bernie so much. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that was fine. Oh, isn't that nice? Oh, isn't that nice? Because every other politician would respond to that answer in like a politician-y way. They'd be like, well, I believe Howard Schultz entering the race would be irresponsible. At this time, Bernie's just like, Howard Schultz can run for president of my ass. (laughs) Bernie Sanders, Senator of Vermont, and man who knows the ducks in the park by name. (laughs) You see, it turns out 30 years ago, when Bernie Sanders was the mayor of Burlington, Vermont, he hosted a public access TV show. Yeah. And a few days ago, that TV network released the full archives online. And I'm talking hours and hours of pure Bernie gold. Like, (laughs) there's so much gold in these archives, Bernie's gonna demand it gets redistributed to the working class. That's how much gold there is. (laughs) And when you start watching this footage, the first thing that's really apparent is how consistent Bernie has been throughout his life. We have a crisis situation. We are, one, we are one of two nations in the industrialized world that does not have a national healthcare system. The wealthiest people in our country are becoming wealthier. To a large degree, the tax system in this country is extremely unfair and that it asks working people and elderly people and poor people to pay too much, while large corporations 
uh, and wealthy people do not pay their fair share. God damn. Bernie Sanders, he just, he's never changed. And I'm talking about his platform. The dude looked exactly the same back then <laughs> as he does today. You realize he's 46 years old in that photo. I'm not joking. He's 46 years old. He looks the same. Like if you traveled back in time in a time machine and the first person you met was Bernie Sanders, you'd be like, ah, this piece of shit doesn't work. <laughs> Bernie'd be like, no, my friend, what doesn't work is our healthcare system. <laughs> like, I, like, I wonder, has Bernie just looked like this his entire life? Yeah, I bet when he was born, the doctor was like, congratulations, Mrs. Sanders. It's a beautiful, healthy old man. Well done. <laughs> this is like... <laughs> and then instead of spanking Bernie, the doctor just shook his hand. Welcome to the world, Mrs. Sanders. <laughs> Welcome to the world. And although, although it's impressive that Bernie's been consistent in his policies, it really says more about America than it says about Bernie when you think about it, right? He's saying the same thing for 30 years because America has had the same problems for 30 years. But here's what makes this old TV show so amazing, right? Uh, it wasn't just about Bernie's policies. It was like a full TV show with different segments. And by far, by far, the best segments of all are the ones where he interacted with kids, all right? Like this segment, where he talks to some kids at camp about drugs. Who knows about cocaine? Anyone ever seen cocaine? Yes. yes. Right. Hold it, one at a time. What about cocaine? Good thing, bad thing? What about even smoking cigarettes? Who here smokes? Uh, Let me hear, come on, raise your hand. Well, other than your parents, who smoke? You got your smoke ready? I have seen a lot of kids who were 12 and 11 smoking. I don't smoke. All right. I don't smoke, but I'm a little kid. I'm only five years old. Oh, man. That's so adorable. I don't smoke because I'm five years old. It's like, it's almost like Bernie can't tell the difference between kids and adults. He's like, let's talk finance. You guys diversified? Who's got a 401k? Who, who has a 401k? Who talks about cocaine with five-year-olds? <laughs> like, the way he was asking the question made it seem less like an anti-drugs talk and more like he was trying to score some blow. He was just like, you guys know about cocaine? Oh, uh, you know I can find it at a good price? Come on, this is Vermont. Let's hit the slopes. Come on, come on. And, and, and on the show, Bernie didn't just talk to kids about hard drugs. He also called them out on their BS. Hold on, let me ask you a question. What is your name? George. All right, George. What? Do you think it's important that you know how to read well and write? No. Oh, you no. think not? Oh, really? I'm trying to argue with these kids. They think they're very smart and that school is not important. Yeah. Is that right? Well, yeah. I disagree with you. All right, I think you're dumb. I think this kid's about to get his ass kicked by Bernie Sanders. <laughs> and there'd be no coming back from that. If Bernie kicked your ass, you'd have to move to a different state. And even then, you know there'd be one guy who'd be like, hey, didn't you get your ass beat by that 90-year-old Bueller? He was only 46, I swear. <laughs> but by far, by far, my favorite clip of all that we found is when a little girl asks Mayor Bernie to build an amusement park in her neighborhood. And all of a sudden, he turns it into a town hall. I was just wondering, um, my mother had this idea for uh, amusement, an indoor-outdoor amusement park. First thing that we have to do, though, before we could do something like that, is to make sure that we own the land. That's one of the concerns that we have. At the present moment, we don't own a lot of the land down in the, down, downtown. It's owned by the railroad. And one of the things that we're trying to do now 
is to figure out which land we should buy and how much we should pay for it. So we're working on that, but I think your mother's idea is a very good idea. And I congratulate you for giving her all these good ideas. Okay, well, I better get going. So. Yes! Oh, yes! That little girl is my hero. Because she was asking a fun question and Bernie turned it into like a TED talk about zoning laws and you could tell she was totally over it. Oh man, that was so crazy. Uh, you know what's also crazy is that that little girl grew up to be Hillary Clinton. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. I don't know if it was CNN or if it was the formats of the nights, but Bernie Sanders in particular, he seemed ready to throw down. Jake. Your question is a Republican talking point. What do you say to Congressman Delaney? You're wrong. <laughs> Second of all, maybe you did that and made money off of health care, but our job is to run a nonprofit health care <laughs> system. If we're going to force Americans to make these radical changes, they're not going to go along. You throw your hands up, but you, right. ha you haven't. You Second of all, we'll come to you in a second, I do know when I wrote the damn bill. Bernie was not messing around tonight, huh? Yeah, I thought he was gonna send someone to the hospital and then pay their entire bill. He was, uh, whoo! The big drama leading up to tonight was the growing tension between America's socialist sweethearts, Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren. It started when Bernie's campaign started saying that Warren only attracts rich and well-educated voters. And in response, Elizabeth Warren hit back and now it is full on beef. Gloves off, Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders trade accusations ahead of the Democrats' final debate before voting in Iowa begins. That non-aggression pact between the party's two progressives certainly appears to be over. The campaign's now duking it out over a private conversation in 2018 when Sanders allegedly told Warren a woman can't win. Sanders denies the claims, calling the idea that he would say a woman couldn't win ludicrous. But then Warren contradicted him publicly. I thought a woman could win, she said. He disagreed. The beef between Bernie and Warren must feel like seeing your parents getting divorced, you know? Which is a situation that Bernie is too blunt to handle delicately. Can you imagine him? Be like, Daddy, is it my fault that you and Mommy don't love each other anymore? He's like, well, we were happy and then we had you. You do the math. One-time allies, Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren, the two senators, they're working through some issues. They had this moment after the debate where Senator Warren left Bernie Sanders hanging as he tried to shake her hand. That was followed by a brief but noticeably tense exchange. Tom Steyer there, in the deciding I'm not gonna get in the middle of all this right <laughs> well, now. Too late. Wow. This beef between Bernie and Warren is really heating up. And you know what that means? Trial by combat! <laughs> That's how they do it in Iowa, baby! The New York Times. It's the country's most trusted paper and where America turns for news until they run out of free articles. The paper's editorial board brought in each candidate for lengthy interviews, which they then released to the public. It was great because we got to learn a little bit more about all of the candidates. For instance, we learned that if you're having a surprise birthday party, 
don't get Bernie to plan it. What are you likely to fail at or to do poorly as president? Look, I don't tolerate bullshit terribly well. And I come from a different background than a lot of other people who run the country. I'm not good at backslapping. I'm not good at pleasantries. If you have your birthday, I'm not going to call you up to congratulate you, say you love me and you write nice things about me. That's not what I do. Never have. And I, and I, you know, I, just, I, I take that as a little bit of a criticism, self-criticism. I've been amazed at how many people respond to, happy birthday, oh, Bernie, thanks so much for calling. You know, it works. It, it's just not my style. God damn. Bernie Sanders does not mess around. The question was, what would you be bad at as president? And his answer somehow became birthdays. <laughs> I feel like Bernie should just start his own line of Hallmark cards, and it's just a white piece of paper that says, whatever. <laughs> it's almost, it's, you know what it is? It's almost starting to feel like Larry David impersonated him on SNL, so now Bernie is impersonating Larry in real life. You know? He's just like, and why? And why are we doing this, huh? Why are we still blowing out candles? You know what? You know what my wish is? To eat a slice of cake without your spit on it. How about that, huh? How about that? For years, grumpy old white dudes have been telling us that socialism is total bullshit. Socialism leads to decline and ruin. This system crushes human souls. But as The Daily Show's new senior youth correspondent, I know that millennials right now think socialism is totally on trend. If there were only someone we could talk to, someone with some deep experience on the subject. When I started doing this sort of piece on socialism, I knew that there was really only one politician who I could talk to about it. So I guess my question is, do you know AOC? Sure. And um, what's her availability like, if you could put us in touch, maybe? But you, you want to speak to her? Yeah, maybe. Oh, well, I just figured, you know. <laughs> Seriously, you can't talk socialism in America without going to the OG, Senator Bernie Sanders. I believe in a society where all people do well, not just a handful of billionaires. Could he be the oldest millennial in America? You know that capitalism has given us a bunch of really dope things, right? iPhones, cars, hamburgers, the Avengers movies, the opioid crisis. So why are young people like myself very open to socialism? Your generation, the younger generation, will in all likelihood have a lower standard of living than your parents. Your generation is leaving school more deeply in debt, having a much harder time finding affordable housing, the jobs that you get will pay less. So the idea of creating a society with more egalitarianism, I think is very appealing uh, to young people. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I feel the burn. Rise and shine, football fans. Start your day the right way with Morning Footy, a podcast that covers every aspect of the global game, headlines, match previews, analysis, interviews, culture, fashion, and plenty of banter. Join as we track the thrills and spills of Europe's biggest title races, the business end of the Champions League season, a summer packed with international competitions, MLS, NWSL, and much more. Subscribe to Morning Footy. Is it strange to be in a position where in 2016 you were the insurgent candidate, you know, you were, you were leading a political revolution, but now you're entering the race as a front runner. Um, like, th does that feel different for you? Are you gonna do things differently this time it around? It does feel differently. And, and what's happened is that four years ago, Trevor, the ideas that we talked about, the idea that healthcare is a human right, not a privilege. Right. Well, four years ago, that was perceived as a radical idea, not anymore. The idea that if you work 40 hours a week in this country, 
you should make at least 15 bucks an hour and not live in poverty. <laughs> not a radical idea anymore. So then you're done. Why run? <laughs> <laughs> One little problem. We have to take on an incredibly powerful establishment that to a large degree controls the economic and political life of this country. Right. And when we talk, the, you know, the mantra of our campaign is not me, us. And the reason for that is to take on Wall Street, to take on the greed of the pharmaceutical industry and the insurance companies. And if you want to save the planet, you're going to have to take on the fossil fuel industry. Right. And that means millions of people are going to have to stand up and fight back in a way that we have never done before. And that's what this campaign is about. You have been proud to say, yes, I believe that we need to adjust how people earn money in this country and how people are taxed. Yes. Um, Trump has now used this as a slur against you, calling you a socialist, you know, saying that it means that we're gonna all have to drive battery cars and, and share one road. But what, is, what does it mean Good. to you? Good question. Thank you for asking it. It means that economic rights are human rights. I believe from the bottom of my heart that healthcare is a human right. I believe that in the richest country in the history of the world, we should not have a tax system which allows Amazon, owned by the wealthiest guy in the world, to pay zero in federal taxes last year after making $11 billion in profits. That is insane. To be a democratic socialist means that we believe, I believe, that human rights include a decent job, affordable housing, healthcare, education, and by the way, a clean environment. It means that we cannot allow our kids to grow up in an environment which is increasingly unhealthy right. and uninhabitable. We have got to take on the fossil fuel industry, move to energy efficiency and sustainable energy. I, That's I, what it means. The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and the Comedy Central app. Watch full episodes and videos at thedailyshow.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe to The Daily Show on YouTube for exclusive content and more. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.